Agent Ryan. Agent The Vern. The Rabbit Hole Podcast team has asked us to return back to the town of Twin Peaks to go over all the case files. Are you ready? Have we been asked to cover the case files of the groundbreaking series created by David Lynch and Mark Frost? The same one. We will be discussing in detail every episode from all three seasons of the show. Including the plot of every character, not just the mystery of who killed Laura Palmer. Exactly. We'll also dive into why the show became such a phenomenon in the 90s and how it still influences shows today. Will we discuss the feature film Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me? You know, that may be our longest season yet. So check Tales from the Double R on Anchor, Spotify, Good Pods, or listen to us at rabbitholepodcast.com. Now, let's order some coffee and a piece of that amazing pie. everybody, welcome to Musically Ignorant, a podcast where two friends share their musical tastes with each other. I am your host, Jason Soto, and I am joined by my co-host, Lackey. Hello, Lackey. Hello. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, episode nine, and uh, we have been we're having fun with the show, I think. It's been pretty cool, learning a lot yeah. of stuff about our musical tastes and different stuff that we're into. I think it's been pretty cool so far. I'm, I'm digging it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, And I just want to remind everybody out there listening that everything we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcasts is sponsored by Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod, you get to try it absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. And after 30 days, you just pay $14.99 a month, and you get access to thousands and thousands of audiobooks, shows, or podcasts. You can cancel anytime, and if you do, whatever you've downloaded, you just get to keep it, and that makes it risk-free. So you don't lose, you know, if you're in the middle of a book uh, and you decide to cancel it, you don't lose it, you get to keep it. So there you go. No downside. Absolutely free. AudibleTrial.com slash RabbitHolePod. If you also want to support us a different way, you can go to Patreon.com slash RabbitHolePod and for $3 a month, you get early access to episodes of every Rabbit Hole podcast show. Uh, there's all kinds of great bonus content, uh, stuff that will never get released to the public. Uh, for example, about a year and a half to two, maybe two years ago, Lackey and I, we did a uh, music segment where we talked about an album uh, together. We talked about the songs and album, and it was a really cool discussion. Uh, you can check that out over there at uh, patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. Absolutely. $3 a month. Check it out. Okay, with the ad stuff done, let's get going. Uh, so today, Lackey, you get to go first. So I, you... I get to go first. What do you got for okay. me? <clears throat> okay, so um, this I having known you for some time, Mm-hmm. I, I like to think that I have a pretty good handle on some what some things you're interested in. Am I correct in assuming that one of your kind of interests is time travel? Oh, very much so. Yes. So, because I noticed that uh, I noticed that you're like a fan of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and you're a fan of 
you know, uh, you know, Quantum Leap, and you write time travel books and all that. Yeah. So today, I have a song about time travel for you. Oh shit! Okay, I'm excited. So um, this is by a band I'm sure you've heard of, uh, Electric Light Orchestra (ELO). Mm-hmm. And the name of the song is "The Way Life's Meant to Be." Way life's meant to be. Okay. All right. Anything else to say, or you want me to just play it? Nope. Go ahead and play it. Let's do this. Well, I came a long way. Today, and I left you so long on this avenue. And here I stand in the strangest land, not knowing what to say or do. As I gaze around at these strangers in town, I guess the only stranger is me. And I wonder, yes, I wonder. Yes, I wonder. Is this the way life's meant to be? Although it's only a day since I was taken away I'm left standing here looking in wonder All the ground at my feet Maybe it's just the old street But everything that I know lies under And when I see what they've done to this place that was home
Um, okay. So have you heard this song before? I have not. Okay. I want to give you a little bit of context about it um, before we get into, uh, you know, what you thought of it. Sure. Um, so this song is from their 19, uh, ELO's 1981 album, Time, which is a concept album of a guy in the year 1981 who inexplicably finds himself dropped in the middle of the late 21st century. Oh. And um, this is one of a couple of songs that are basically around the same theme. The songs are kind of about his observations, of the world of the future and how it compares to his life at home. This is one of a couple of songs that are specifically about how he feels about being away from, I'm not entirely sure whether it's a, he a present girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend i get the feeling um one of the earlier songs in the um in the song sequence is about him having a relationship with a robot oh um <laughs> okay but um like i said this is kind of like uh, one of a couple of things where he there's this relationship in his past that he he's he's thinking about so what did you think about the song um it makes sense that it's from a concept album because like songs that are from concept albums have a certain sound, at least to me. Like it, it sounds like it sounds like there is some backstory to it that like we're missing. Um, probably like the greatest example has to be Mr. Roboto by Styx. Oh yeah. Um, because it's a concept album. My people don't know that, but it's like, you don't know what's like happening in that song. And I kind of felt that way with this, because, like, you told me before, like, okay, it's a time travel song. And if it wasn't for, like, the part that says, I wish I was back in 1981, I wouldn't have probably have gotten that. Uh-huh. Um, then I kind of, then once, like, I saw that, I, I, I heard the lyric, and then I, I looked up the lyrics. Um, I was kind of reading it. Uh, I kind of can see, like, him now like in the future and i guess this is like a dystopian type of future because he's saying like everything's a wreck and um still you know like it doesn't seem like it's it's a great place unless i'm yeah, totally misunderstanding it, this but it, it, i get a kind of um i get a kind of brave new world feeling out yeah, of it yeah where it's 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 the future. Everyone in the future is convinced that they live in this amazingly brilliant time. Yeah. And this guy from a hundred years in the past is like, no, no, fam, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> exactly. You know, it only it it's obviously a, a dystopia to us from mm -hmm. our point of view, but the people who are living in this world think it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Um. So it's an interesting, it is an interesting concept for like, you know, like a song. It's, it's, it very much feels like an act, end of act two type song. So on its own, it's a little weird. Um, uh -huh. but with the context behind it, I kind of appreciate it. Um, and I dug it. I thought it was, it was pretty cool. I'm not, I'm not the hugest ELL, ELL, ELO fan. Jesus Christ. Um, but um, I like a couple of their stuff, and this was just, like, it, it was okay to me. Like, I wasn't super thrilled into it, um, but it's probably more just because of the concept albumness of it all. It's just, it just, uh -huh. it feels kind of, it feels kind of weighty. I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, it feels like, 
like you know you're listening to it and you're listening to the lyrics and it's, it's not a it's not a song that's like i'm gonna like tomorrow i'm like working on a project and i'm gonna put this on you know like i mean like it's like something that kind of demands your attention you need to like yeah. just sit there and study the lyrics and listen to the whole album it's not right. it's not a song that you just put on you know it's it's, right. it's it's not one of those so for that it's not bad it's it's not it's not bad i didn't think it was terrible or nothing but I'm not okay. gonna go out of my way to like listen to it, you know. Like everything else you've you've presented to me so far on this show, I've you know I can like see myself kind of going to it. Like I kind of feel like hearing that one song, and just listen to it on its own. This one it would be like I might have to be like in a mood, and I might right. have to listen to the entire album like one day if I got nothing else going on, and I'm kind of maybe I need to get like inspiration for my books or maybe or something like that. Um, I could put this on. But just kind of as a song on its own, I, 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 I'm not completely feeling it. But it's not it, do, it's not bad itself. Do you generally feel that you're drawn – I mean, here, here's – let's get into a weighty question here. Okay. Do you generally feel that you are drawn more to songs or to albums? Songs. Because I've always been kind of an album person, and I think right. that's – a lot of that was growing up. You know, in the '80s, in the mid '80s, when and listening to a lot of classic rock radio, yeah, and being drawn to these bands that would be playing on classic, I mean, drawn to that their albums, okay, you know, so the sort of progressive rock thing, um, where you know an album, you know, so I mean, I still, and that's why I like records so much. Mm. Um, I mean, I do have like a couple of forty-five singles, but. I think that's why I like records so much because you can't really skip and jump around on them the way you can digitally yeah. or with a CD player or even to that extent with, you know, one of the later tape players that could find the gaps between the songs for you. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that was just something I was wondering about. Yeah, no, I very much am a song person. Um, like growing up, you know, my dad was <laughs> – into like classic rock like when i when we rode around i rode around with him and his van uh and yes he had a van um, <laughs> <laughs> uh he would always have the classic rock station for you lackey it was the 105.9 wckg for anyone yeah. else outside of chicago it was the classic rock station um it doesn't exist anymore but that's what it was in the 80s and probably early 90s if i remember correctly but that was all he had on. Like that that was it. That was the only radio station he ever listened to when, you know, he picked me up and we went somewhere. So I got to hear a lot of classic rock, which, you know, people my age for some reason were like when I was a kid were amazed that I knew these quote unquote old songs. Um because they'd be like, Why do you know all these old songs? And like, That's all my dad listens to. And then my mom, uh, for whatever reason, uh, and again, this is going to be very local to you, Lackey. She she listened to the oldie station, the um, 103.9? Um, it was, it was uh, uh, what the hell was that called? Because that's also gone, too. It was like... Uh, was, w, was it the Light Rock station? Was it no, WLIT? No, it was literally like the oldie station. Like, um, it was like 107? Uh, what's his name? If I could give you the DJ, you might know I'm talking about. Dick Biondi. Oh, Dick Biondi. No, I don't know what station that is, actually. Other than okay. that, I remember that he had a show on a on an oldie station. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I can't I remember the station, but my right, mom listened to was, that. She listened to Dick Biondi. Okay. Yeah, then and so that, that was me. 
That was my music growing up. That was my music as a kid. I didn't get into quote unquote like the modern music until like '94, when I discovered uh-huh. Q101, and then we got MTV. And then right. that was when I got into like the grunge music and the alternative rock and like Nirvana and Beck and whatever. You know what I mean? That was I, I didn't get into that stuff until like I feel like late in my life. So I missed right. out on a lot of new eighties stuff. So whenever like someone like makes fun of me for like not knowing a lot of Depeche Mode songs, I'm like, I I only know like Personal Jesus and one other one and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. <laughs> I get made fun of for that because I'm my you age. Know, and- <laughs> I'm my it's age. Like- <laughs> and I'm like, you, no. You know, it's like oh, you should know every Depeche Mode song from Just Can't Get Enough and Yeah you know, to, for to, to never let me down and know all the you know the obscure ones. Like now this is fun and pipeline and overcorn yeah. all of which are by the way as names of actual thing to songs. <laughs> because i think I, I i honestly think my sub-generation my little section of um my little section of uh uh generation x i think was far more obsessive about depeche mode no I, that was, was just an example i picked i was just trying to think yeah. of an 80s band that was huge um no i mean I didn't get MTV to the 90s. My aunt had it in the 80s, so, like, if it was happened to be on, I would catch some things. Like, I knew who, like, Madonna was, and I saw, like, the George Michael Faith video. But, you know, uh-huh. I, you know, but that was it. I then I went home, and then I had to hear either, like, Led Zeppelin or, like, the fucking Four Tops. Which is nothing wrong uh-huh. with any of those, don't get me wrong, but, like, I didn't hear new music until I, I was right. a teenager. So... Um, with that said, that that's um, my whole point. Actually, the whole my whole point was because of that, um, I got into like Pink Floyd. My dad loved Pink Floyd. I was like, that's like his favorite band of all time, and so uh-huh. I got to hear a lot of like Pink Floyd music. And so I I was curious, and so I sought out those albums. So I got Dark Side of the Moon, and I got The Wall. Now those albums I played from beginning to end, and I. 100% say you need to listen to those from beginning to end. Like, yeah, those are my out al- go to albums. And like Fleetwood Mac's Rumors is my other one. Yeah, I would listen to from beginning to end. Um, but mostly I am all I'm a, I'm a song person. I singles, I just I make playlists on Spotify that's all like pop songs that are you know just singles, stuff like that. So uh, but anyway, yeah, to answer the very long-winded way of answering your question. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. It was a discussion I kind of wanted to. Yeah, I that's cool. Have yeah, what yeah, you yeah. say about it. Um, but yeah, that's all I've really got to say about this song. If if that's okay. all you got to say. Yep, that's it. And again, I you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was a bad song. I just probably won't go to listening to it. Uh, probably required soon. a little bit more context than I assume it needed. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. It'll happen. But I appreciate it. I appreciate the time travel stuff and you thinking of me about the time travel thing. I I, I appreciate it. There was another song that has a time travel theme Mm. that I considered doing. And I I didn't do it because I looked at I looked at the lyrics and this this is like there this is basically a bunch of references and I'm not sure how many of these Jason is gonna get. Mm -hmm. I mean there's at least three references that he will get but I, I just don't know so i may run it 
pass you some time and um it's a genre it, it's something where i want to specifically introduce a genre to you oh. and it may not be it might not be the the right one to to introduce to to, to use it as an introduction yeah, i'm yeah. trying to find just the right one okay Okay. So I'm... I was was listening to the time travel one today, and it's like this may not be the best song. It may be the one when I when the time comes for me to introduce that genre, it may be that song. It might not. It might not even be that artist. No, nope, but enough. it's 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 there's there, there's a goofy little sub sub genre, a little kind of like group that's doing some interesting and funny and and weird stuff. And kind of like and, and getting a not really getting a whole lot of notice. Well, they're getting some notice, but they're happy to be toiling away in their own little section of popular culture. And I want to shine some light on them. And I I think you might dig them. And they're very different. This is very different from anything I've given you so far. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've just teased something that is to come. Okay. I I you know what I appreciate it. I'm always down for something different. So. So. Well, this will cool. be different. <laughs> yes, it was. Right. Okay. Um, what have you got my, for me? My pick. All right. There. I know. I know. I know. You've heard of the artist, but I don't think you've heard of the song. <clears throat> okay. Back in 2018, uh, this man put out a song that was basically, um, I don't say anthem, but it was basically how he and his race of people were feeling about the country at that time, and that song. Is called This Is America by Childish Gambino, and I'm sure you know that. Yep. And I think that might have been, like, his breakout. Like, you know, that might have made people acknowledge him as a rapper. Because in case anyone doesn't know, Childish Gambino is uh, also is Donald, Donald, Donald Glover, Glover, who is from Community. Uh, he also made Atlanta one of, like, the best shows. Go check out Atlanta if you haven't yet. And, um, he, was, he, he, and he was the best thing in Solo, A Star Wars Story. <laughs> him him playing Lando was so perfect. That was good casting. That really was good casting. I I think it actually might have been better casting than the original casting of Billy D. Williams. <laughs> he just works that well. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I he can... was easily the best thing. I mean, I, I like Donald Glover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Donald Glover, but that is easily the, the, the thing that he's done that I am fondest of and not just because i like star wars i mean it's just he is fucking lando oh man anyway go on no yeah you're fine so he put that out in 2018 but he had a pretty interesting musical career prior to that he put out a in march of 2011 he put out a ep that was called ep uh that had just a few songs in it uh, it wouldn't be until a little bit later in 2011 he would come out with a full debut studio album uh, that was called Camp. And uh, the song I'm going to play for you today is off of that album. Now, there is a music video to this song, and I, I recommend anyone after listening to this go check out the music video because it is very it's very good. It's very interesting. Um and it's it's very Donald Gloverish. I'll put it that way. If you know anything about Donald Glover from his writings on Atlanta, it's very Donald Gloverish. So anyway, my song today is um, <laughs> I kind it's to me it's a funny song because if you know Donald Glover's personality, 
and know what he was like as a rapper, you, you, you would probably find this song funny. The song is called Bonfire, and it's it's basically... You know, I'm just going to play it, and then I'll get into it. Let me, that'd probably be the best way to do that. So here we go. This is Bonfire by Childish Gambino. Okay, so um, to explain what I was trying to say at the beginning there, I think this is a funny song because if you know him, like Donald Glover, he doesn't act like how he acts in that song. And I think this is supposed to be, this is my interpretation, I don't have any proof of this, but I think this is supposed to be his version of like a, like a, uh, like a, like, you know, rap songs, they always like, you know, 
gloat about, you know, look at me, I got bitches and money and stuff like that, but this is like his own way of doing it. Because he puts in uh-huh. a bunch of nerdy references, and um, but he's still like, yeah, I'm making like an like a Earl and Toe Jam reference. I'm making an Invader Zim reference. Uh, the Invader, the Invader <laughs> Zim reference is what got me. <laughs> uh, but then he's all no, like, no, no, yeah. no. I will actually say the Human Centipede one. Got yeah. me. Like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then he's doing this in this style of, like, this hardcore, like, from the streets rapper, like, yo, don't fuck with me, I'm gonna pop a cap in your ass, Invader Zim and Human Centipede, bitches, you know? I'm sitting here trying to think, and I'm trying to think, I'm thinking, this has got to be satirical on Donald Glover's part. Oh, I think it 100% is. I don't, I can't even remotely imagine... I mean, this, this, and obviously there is a difference between, you know, the actor, the actor is not the character, right? But it's like, yeah, this is not something I'm really reconciling with Troy from uh, Community. I know, right? (laughs) And I think, and I really do think that he did that on purpose. I 100% Uh this song is supposed to be like a joke. This is like him trolling Pete, like people like you know me as Troy from Community. I'm a rapper now. This is my first full length album. I'm gonna do a song where I talk about fucking, you know, having white girls blow me and you know, all this other stuff. And <laughs> and then he's going back to being Donald Glover. Like, <laughs> it's one of us trying to be, he's trying to be this tough guy. You know, and, and almost like Tourette's syndrome, or not Tourette's syndrome, but if you ever see the old SNL skit, the <laughs> subliminal man with Kevin Nealon, and oh. Kevin Nealon, he would talk to you, and he yeah, was yeah, 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 like, yeah. here's Kevin Nealon talking to a woman. Hi, how are you? It's lovely day. We're having heart sex, hot sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that guy. That's kind of what almost this is. This is like, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass, and then I'm going to fuck your bitch, and Invader Zim. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like something that he just can't control. Like um, Yes. Just, just something like that just kind of comes out, you know. It's like, a, like a verbal tick or something. Like, yeah, fuck you, you would centipede. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. I'm gonna fuck your bitch. Invaders him. And then, and then he, I Doom think, song. And, and, he's, and he's trying refer- to be so aggressive. And again, yes, it, it's yes. Not like we really associate that with him. No, and no, and, and it, I, it, 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 it's, it's, it's if he's doing this seriously, and I don't think he's doing this seriously. Either he's doing this satirically, or this is basically like the rap equivalent of that period where Alyssa Milano was, you know, that were that point where every a lot of I, I mean i'm just taking Alyssa milano as like a random thing but you know when a child actor goes to a phase where they want to aggressively let everybody know that they are not a child anymore uh, god damn it yeah but they're going to take these adult roles you yeah, know with yeah, nudity yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and i always just think you know <laughs> Alyssa milano doing uh embrace, embrace of the, the vampire. vampire yep 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 you know that's yep. uh, that that's uh, if it that this is what it is. He's like, I'm going to be so much like, I'm going to be so much unlike Troy that I'm going to just <laughs> blow up. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love this song. I remember, uh, cause when, um, it wasn't actually this song. He's got another song out. I almost chose that one too. Um, but there's a song he's got out called sober and it's really good. It's a really good song. 
Um, it's more, it's more calmer than this song. <laughs> this is, it's more, it's like the, it's more like the, um, the, the, uh, the only song that's coming to mind, this like, is like, if you take like, if the intensity, like take the ten intensity where you, you go something like on a, a range of like one to 10 and 10 is nobody speak by run the, by, uh, a DJ shadow and run the jewels. Yeah. Like, like that's the most intense. I mean, it's not the most intense Raptor delivery, no. ever, but it's the only one that's coming to my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty intense. On a scale <clears throat> from like one to <clears throat> nobody speak, this is like a, a very satirical nine. Yeah. He's really ramping up the intensity here. Yeah. And, um, but I do recommend checking out his other. That's kind of what got me in, into this was I kind of went backwards a little bit. Um, because it was on YouTube. I just watched all of his YouTube videos and he, you know, I watched all of his videos and I recommend kind of doing that, like checking out his other music, um, his other music. Um, and they're really good. Like they're really good. I'm not saying that in a surprise manner. Like they're really, and it's different styles. Uh, cause he could be like smooth R and B. He could be like hardcore rap. Like you heard, he can do, um, he can do kind of a rock song a little bit. Um, and, you know, and then like a protest song, like this is America, which would, I think what made him more, you know, pushed him forward into, you know, popularity. Like, oh, hey, it's Donald Glover as a rapper and he's singing about how it sucks being black in America. Yeah. That makes 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that he had done rapping. I knew, I knew that he had done rapping, but I, I'm not really, I'm particularly not connected to what's going on in hip hop right now. Yeah. Um. So knowing he was a rapper was one of those things. Like I knew intellectually from hearing articles about Childish Gambino that he was a rapper. Um. This is America is probably the first song of his I ever actually heard. Yeah. I and figured. it has kind of gotten what has kind of gotten stuck in my head about it is the video. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not even sure I remember how the song goes to be honest, and that's okay. not. I'm not saying that as a knock against him as producer, as an artist, as a rapper, or anything. It's just that it's one of those things where I probably, every time I've ever watched that video, I probably actually haven't been paying attention to the song because I'm so focused yeah. on the visuals. I because see. that was the thing that was told me. It's like, you got to see this video. you got to see the visuals. So it, it, it's just... You know, it's 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 almost like the music is there to justify the movie. Um, that that's all I ever really knew about him as a rapper. So I think this was like maybe the second song I've ever heard by him. Okay, I, I was I was curious. I kind of I kind of figured, um, I kind of figured he didn't know his early rap works. Um, and I figured the only thing you probably would have heard of was "This Is America" because that blew up when that came out. Like that, was it did. Everybody, it did. Everybody knew that song. <laughs> it's it's a bit. I'm a bit more plugged in than you might think because at least I could actually name the albums. I didn't. I don't remember this one, but the next two albums after this were called. There was one called "Because the Internet," and there mm -hmm. was one called "Arise, My Love." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, so yep. that that much I knew about, but like as for actually hearing the music, it's it's I hadn't done that before. Okay, other cool. than This is America. Well, I'm gonna say he has a lot of good songs, and I recommend probably any of them. Uh, I would also recommend watching the music videos if you're gonna if 
I would recommend these videos. I would recommend this video for Bonfire. Uh, check out uh, uh, Sober and uh, check out um, Sweatpants. Okay. Um, he's got a song called Sweatpants. And, Bonfire, uh, Sober, Sweatpants. It, it, that yeah. actually kind of tells a story. <laughs> um, and then you can kind of just go off from there however you want. Uh, but those are the well, three that you, I recommend. Thank you, thank- Thank you. Thank you for letting me go off in any direction after <laughs> I listen to those three songs. Because those are the glad three I, that I recommend. Glad I have your permission to do that, Of course, sir. of course. No, because when you look him up, you're going to see, like, ten other, like, songs. And I started – I I went through hey, a rabbit hole of uh, – <laughs> A rabbit it's, hole. It's not just a clever name for a network. Um, it's, it's a way of life, bitches. Exactly. Uh, but that, that was what I ended up doing one night. Like, I was watching those three – and then I just kept watching all these other ones. And I think the three that I mentioned are probably the best ones. Uh-huh. But they're still good. So those are just the three that I recommend. And then just whatever else you want to do after that, go nuts. But um, is, is is this song is not really – is this song kind of like really kind of indicative of like his style as a rapper? No. Like I said, this was clearly meant to be a joke. This okay. was This was just his like – you know, like, and again, you know, every other rapper out there, they had like one or they always have like a song that's like, you know, yeah, I got millions of dollars and bitches and gold chains and cars and boats and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's almost like I got a boat, but like to like the next level. Right. <laughs> if you know what I got a boat is. I don't know if you know what that is, but. Uh, that's, yeah, I've heard, I, I, I've i heard of I got a boat. Now okay. that I think about it, I'm not sure I've ever actually heard it. Fair, well, maybe, but, you know, maybe coming up later. Um, oh. but, uh, it's, it's also, it's also kind of a joke rap song as well. So yeah, that I knew, um, so yeah, there you go. That That's all I got about Childish Gambino's, uh, bonfire. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun song and especially funny if you know who Donald Glover is. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I got for that one. Cool. Yeah, it's right. a good song. I like it. I think I might like his. I think I might like his stop rapping style better if it was a little less dial, a little bit more dialed down. It did start to grate a little with me towards the end, but for the most part, mm-hmm. it, it's a good song. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I meant to, that was the next person to ask. Was what did you think of it? <laughs> so I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. Well, there's nothing else. I guess we can wrap up. Sure. <laughs> Uh, so just a reminder, uh, go uh, check out audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod. Uh, give it a try for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast. And then after 30 days, you just pay fourteen ninety nine a month, and then you get access to more audiobooks, shows, or podcasts. And then whenever you do cancel, if you have to cancel for any reason, you get to keep what you've downloaded. So no, no issue there. Uh, and also, you can support us by going to uh, patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. $3 a month. Um, you get um, access to bonus content, shows early, sometimes as early as like two weeks. Um, right now, there's we got a podcast on our network called uh, Word of Hellmouth that's coming out on the 15th and the 30th of every month. And you can listen to the second episode right now on patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods, a full eight days before it gets released to the world. So if you can't wait, if you absolutely cannot wait to hear Mark and Heather talk about episode two of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 
Three bucks a month will get you access to that episode. So three dollars a month, a mere three dollars a month. Only three dollars. Uh, to, to, to hear Mark and Heather talk about Buffy eight days early. Why, sir, that's a bargain at half the price, twice the price. Exactly. And actually, it should be more than three dollars a month for what I'm offering. But no, yeah, three dollars, three dollars. Because that's it's, it's it, because it's it's because it's not just this podcast that you're helping to support. It's all of our other wonderful podcasts. Yes. Anyway, um, Patreon patreon.com slash rabbit hole pod. Go check that out. All right, Lackey, thank you so much for doing the show with me. I love doing the show with you. This has been a lot hey, of fun. Hey, it's it's a great show. It's a great show. It's a great time. <laughs> and thank you very much for having me on, as always. It's lovely to podcast with you. And for everyone out there, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we will catch you in two weeks. Have a good one. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.